Cheers. Damn you, old man. So when I recorded Ball Black Nerds yesterday with Brandon and Javi, we had a giant discussion about DC Comics and what they're doing going forward. And it turned into a conversation about what makes sense. And I kept saying like, oh, you're thinking like a comic book fan. And Brandon, being the great debater that he is, (laughs) changed the way I thought about it towards like the middle or end of the episode i was kind of mad brandon's got that skill set there's three words that i hate saying and it's brandon was right <laughs> but brandon is right a lot he i really mean is. don't get me wrong i'll fight him when he when i'm right but he's right a lot of times so you just gotta accept that oh yeah and it was great because i'm like all right well, blah, 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 yakety, smackety, whatever, whatever. And we're talking about it. I'm like, fuck, this makes a lot of sense. So for those of you... <laughs> so welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stub and the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. And I'm here with my favorite curmudgeon. Curmudgeon! Curmudgeon! I almost want to call you a cousin curmudgeon. That works, too. Uh, my cousin I curmudgeon. like alliteration. You know I do. Oh, yeah. Alliteration is the best. My cousin curmudgeon, my auntie... <laughs> host of the Militantly Mixed podcast, adventurer. Mm. She is a... Militantly isn't just something because it's alliteration. She actually is militant. <laughs> She's bi-furious. Mm. She's pro getting the male's G-spot. <laughs> I, I just think everybody should enjoy pleasure wherever you it, can get it, as long as it's consensual and of legal age. To quote Harley Quinn, ladies and gentlemen, gays and days, Miss Charmaine. Bam, 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 bam. What's up, y'all? What's going on? So this was a preempt. This was a preempt. This was like impromptu. Yes, we I'm have no sc- plan. We're just gonna see what happens. Yeah, so I'm taking Scarlet for a walk. I didn't have an old man wait episode for the week, and I was like, hey, I'm just gonna go without one. And then a light bulb hit. I said, let me text my auntie and see if she's free. Yeah. So my auntie's free, and we were talking about Black Adam in the beginning of the show. And before I hit record, we were discussing it. So I said, fuck it. Let me just hit record. We can get right into it. Okay. Uh, just for a warning, this will be spoiler full. We'll Always. be talking about everything that happened. It's been enough days. So, Hi, Scarlett. I am not a big Black Adam fan in terms of like the knowledge of what he is. I like what he represents as like a villain who pretty much is just like, you know, I'm going to do what I want. And it's not a fucking thing you do about it because not only am I a king, I'm a god. I think we could relate to an anti-hero more often in our current age than maybe when he was conceived. Absolutely. And so going in, but also DC has let us down multiple times over the last decade. <laughs> so going into this, I had zero expectations. Went to a drive through with me, Valkyrie, Javi, and his wife. And so we went. And I'm not going to lie, I was thoroughly entertained. It was entertaining. Uh, that- full disclosure, I'm a DC hater. I'm, <laughs> uh, I Well, okay, I, I've always said I'm a Marvel mani. I am pro-Marvel, uh, and most of what I read is Marvel. 
I've always had Batman and Gotham as a side piece. Um, but even, you know, even where that's concerned, I'm more into the villains than I am Batman himself nowadays because, you know, he's a white man in a police state, but a rich white man <laughs> in a police state. But where the movies and stuff are concerned, I have been on record as a hater and I will maintain my hater status. That being said, this was entertaining. It's got problems. Oh, it's got a, it. It has a lot of problems. I, I'm going to say this. This is where I just, me and Brandon were talking about. It. I said, this is DC Comics Fast and the Furious. <laughs> it's really all it is. It's just my they, biggest beef is the lack of character development. Um, they, 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 it's so crazy because they have a model. Marvel showed us how you do this. I don't even know if there was a lack of character development or if there was just no character development at all. The closest- no, there was. It just wasn't across the board. So you got you got enough so that you understood Black Adam and his motivation. I feel like you really understand, um, and I don't know the name of her character in the movie, but Sarah Shahi, because she's been on my spank list for many years. Um, her and her son's motivation, I feel like you understand them very well. But if you're not a comic book reader, you're not going to understand. Um, oh, God. Her name, her name is Isis. Dope. <laughs> um, it's fine. I, I, I take that breath because we're talking about a, a make-believe Middle Eastern country, but okay, fine. It's Damn, I, mean. I, just, I just Googled her and then typed in nude. Yeah, she's been on my list for more than a decade. Oh, I, I'm, a, I, I'm about that life. Uh, it's also I was also flabbergasted when I found out who she ended up marrying and stuff like that. But um, anyways, uh, I feel like you understand her motivation. You get her deal. You get the son. You get Adam. But in terms of who's supposed to be our heroes, if you're not a comic book character or comic book reader, you're not going to understand them and they don't feel cohesive enough. And also in a in a God level threat, you married the goofy dude from Shameless. Yeah. Yeah, she did. (laughs) You know what? I'm not they're even... real they're real funny so you know I mean I also married that. a goofy person so I you know I I I get it um but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's been on my list for many many years uh, right. I, so yes yeah. <laughs> when it comes to our heroes the people that we're technically supposed to care about if you're not a comic book reader you didn't get enough development for them they're not a cohesive team and DC has the audacity to say hey let's send everybody who's untested in a god level threat to this threat instead of tested people that's nonsense they should have built this up in such a way that you had at least one of your major existing actors wonder woman or henry cavill which spoiler alert he pops up in the end but not sufficient for the movie uh i know ben affleck's still working out his deal or whatever but they should have had one of them present Silly. I was gonna say they just sent all the people of color, but uh dude who played Adam Smasher is just fucking Italian and German, so he's not a person of color. Yeah, and Dr. Fate is British, so yeah, but like they it was just like, hey, we're gonna send Cyclone and Hawkman. (laughs) You know, I mean, in terms of DC having a predominantly uh person of the global majority cast, yes, they did that. Um they gave us Dr. Fate because he's in, been in existence longer than Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange seems to have a fan base. So they're like, DC's got a Dr. Strange too. Let's go ahead and show that to you. Um, yeah, but I, actually Dr. Strange is actually a medical doctor though. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, he's a medical doctor <laughs> with some mystic skill set. Dr. Fate, 
is just like an old white man that is also an alien or is the is the hat keeping him alive I, yo, I don't know how that works. i don't know dr fate well enough i know that he has existed longer than dr strange so um you know i'm not going to be one of those dc copies everything marvel does because i know that there are some cases in which yeah. DC had the character first that being said like they probably are introducing people to the to the dc studios because of what's popular on the marvel side it's um, it's a smart it's a smart business um a smart business move if it's done right and from what i saw of black adam it seems like they actually did this properly but as we know it could turn south really quickly. Like we could be happy about how entertaining this is, and then the next movie could be absolutely dog shit. Well, I mean, I already have beef with certain things. Like, okay, great, Hawkman is a black man, and he is at the head of the team. Wonderful. What was he? A fucking cop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he is talking about how you have to control Black Adam because of all the stuff that he's got going on. Meanwhile, he's working for fucking. Amanda Waller of all. Amanda fun. Waller. If 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 you <laughs> if you're gonna tell me that you can't contain that you need to contain Black Adam, but that you have no beef with what Anda, Amanda Waller does, like bro, seriously, that bothers me. Am I glad that Aldous Hodge has a, a you know a main level DC character that they can pref, pre, you know hopefully make a movie for? Yeah, absolutely. I want to see that man all day. But they made him black billionaire cop mm. working for a government agency that is extremely problematic yeah. while trying to profess that his enemy is more problematic than what he's working for. Yeah. And I, I take issue with that because Hawkman is being played by a black man. If Hawkman was being played by a white guy, I'd be like, that's just status quo. Yeah. I wouldn't have as many questions. And I have a lot of like, questions. It's also uh, Hawkman's character is someone who just kind of just follows, and not even just follows. Like even when he doesn't follow, he does reckless shit. So it would make sense that he would work with somebody like that. But this seemed weird. And <laughs> it, 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 yeah. So that's what the what little I understand about him as a character too. It also seemed like okay. Did they just give us Black Iron Man with? Um... Oh, you'll love this. Brandon. Um, Brandon called him. Um, Fake, um, fake Black Panther. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. I, I'm um, mad at how true that is. Like they even because then Harvey was like, "Yo, didn't they put him in African garb?" I was like, "Oh shit, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> they hundred percent did." Yo, then they had the nerve to pull out their jet like they were the X Men. <laughs> I was like, "Stop." That's it. the other thing. Like, I mean, my my thing is that you, if you're going to in introduce a team, that has not been tested on screen yet at least give us a team who's worked together before yes. you could flash back a little bit so you know that they're a cohesive unit instead Hawkman's just like yeah i picked up some random fools we're gonna bang this mm. one out we're talking about a god level threat yeah. this is dc studios's problem god level threats you can't just throw untested people out there you have to have a, co a cohesive team of experienced heroes mm -hmm. and you have one person in intern level you know you either have adam smasher or you have cyclone yeah cyclone one or the other or you tell us cyclone's been tested adam smasher's the new guy that's the other thing i was saying i was, was before I, I was like yo they didn't even have to mention that they weren't battle tested that wasn't something that needed to be said 
It like made it they, worse that they said they weren't battle tested. Because it could have been one of them situations. Like I'm, I'm guessing they're like, oh, but this this would be this would be funny if we said that. And it's like, nah, it's 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 good for a yuck. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But they could have just been like, like you keep doing this. Like you know what I mean? Like like something like that. Like like you need to stop doing this. Or like there are ways around that. And I kind of just it felt it felt lazy. It felt like a hero version of the Suicide Squad. So the Suicide Squad, you expect mess, right? Yes. You're talking about high-level villain threats who aren't working together as a team. Criminals. You throw a bracelet, a necklace on that'll kill them if they fuck up. And you say, go be a team or we'll kill you. And then shit gets messy. That shit makes sense. You can do anything with that, with those villains. But if you do non-battle-tested team-up, at a God-level threat. I mean, this is what's crazy. They sent less qualified people to fight Black Adam than they sent qualified villains to fight Starro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like Suicide Squad might have done a better job. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, and don't get me wrong. Was I entertained about the movie? Yes, I was entertained. Did I have issues? Of course, I always have issues. But like it was still funny. It had its moments. I really liked the the boy, the the um oh, the I hated like, him. You did? I thought <laughs> yes. he was really good. I I thought I enjoyed his deal. I understand that he's supposed to be the thing that that balances Black Adam's evil because he reminds him of his son and all that kind of shit. Like he he played the role he was supposed to play, and he's one of the few developed characters. But so, um let me say this: the actor himself was good. Yeah, but every time that kid was on screen, he annoyed me. Like, <laughs> That's I'll you're give like, an fuck example. Them kids, I also <laughs> am of camp. Fuck them kids, but but so here's my thing. I'll give you a perfect example of why he annoyed me, and it had nothing to like I said, it had nothing to do with the actor. There's a specific scene where Black Adam is floating down to the in their apartment complex, right? And he's got the skateboard, which I'm like, all right, cool. You know, you got the skateboard. That's part of your identity. But like, he would get on the skateboard for less than two seconds to pick <laughs> it up again. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of that? All right, let me tell you, because I'm from California. That shit's legit. <sighs> I am not a skateboarder, but I am from Southern California where skateboarding was a big deal. The amount of times a person will get on their skateboard for two seconds just to step off of it is, it's incessant. You just expect it. That reads very accurate to me. That's how kids are on skateboards in California. You know what? That just made it even dumber to me. What the <laughs> fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> I was so annoyed by that. And I, I was, it, it, it was irrationally annoyed by that. Too. That's what made it even worse. Is I'm looking at this going, what the fuck is going on right now? And so where the- I had that kind of irrational moment, it was just like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna explain why Black Adam has not only the ability to speak English immediately, but oh that it's a non-accented English. <laughs> and you do pop culture. All the other people who are from that place that are brown have an accented English. It bothers me they spoke English as much as they did because I know American audience would be like, what? Arabic? Um what but, is that? You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the fact that like Dwayne <laughs> and I'm calling him Dwayne right now. Dwayne That's his can't name. Pull, rock anymore. <laughs> pull an accent for an uh, Arabic character. Fine. Immediately speak English with an American accent. Okay, fine. Thanks, DC. All right. I'm going to say this. All right. Because I am i don't know if you know this. I'm not a fan of Dwayne Johnson, the person. I, we may have actually. Oh, you're had, not? No. 
Um, he's um, he's one of those people who loves being conveniently black when it suits his purpose. Um, I cuss on that. He definitely does. I have never liked that about him. It's always been something I thought has been incredibly problematic. And I don't even care. I don't. Let me, let me rephrase. I don't mind that he is. He embraces his Samoan side. That's something he's always done. And I respect the shit out of that, especially considering Samoan culture is it's big in wrestling, but for the most part, people don't even know what that is. Unless you're a wrestling fan, the, the common American California. Uh, or California, your common person doesn't know what a Samoan is. So him being proud of that, I absolutely respect that. But I don't like the fact that like it's only convenient for him. He only brings it up when it's convenient for him. When the convenient can... blackness is a problem. I will say like the way he embraces publicly his Samoan identity is fine to me because like me, I'm a black Asian. Even though I'm yellow in my presentation, I grew up black. So I I own my blackness before I own everything else. I'm out for I'm up front with it by saying I'm hierarchically black first, then yep. Japanese. And then a little bit British because I have a British grandmother. Um, but at all times, even when I'm play switching between my my ethnic and cultural identities throughout a day, I never stop being the other thing. Whereas yeah. I think in The Rock's way, he's black when he needs to be, but Samoan all the other times. And yeah. again, as a mixed person, I'm not mad at you embracing the culture you were raised the most around more than anything else, but acknowledging that that's what's happening. Because like what, like, because again, just what I do, I'm not sitting here, like if I'm feeling very Japanese today, because I went to a Japanese market, I went to the the festival, I'm eating Japanese food today, I'm still having a very Japanese day, I'm still mixed black Maine. Yes. I'm always black first, you know what I'm saying? Whereas like he... He's black in movies because they always give him black kids, except for this movie. They gave him, a, um, you know, a kid that looked like the culture of people that were there. Yeah, they, give him but, a black, they give him a black kid, but make sure that his um sig his uh, significant other, a love interest, is almost always white. Right. Almost. Or or something that's non-black. Yes. Sometimes they're just non-black, too. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that that's that's a thing. And then he he also code switches with a little bit more of of black slang when he's like with Kevin Hart or you know when he's doing something more black he 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 amps up his his black scent whereas like someone like me I talk the way that I talk and while I do sometimes have more slang or whatever than others um that's a product of working in a you know corporate where I've I've had to perform a corporate accent and then I switch out of it when I get home. Whereas he seems to be switching into the black scent. Yeah. When he needs it. And, um, and that's my biggest issue with it. And like, you know, you do what you need to do like you know, based on what it is, but I just, let's take my wife, for example, Cape Verdean and white. She embraces her Cape Verdean side, but doesn't ever denounce her white side. Like, you know what I mean? But she also lets everybody know, like, I'm a black woman. Like, my island right. is off the coast of Africa. Like, she right. doesn't hide that shit at all. Like, you know what I mean? And especially recently, because she's, she's never hidden it. But once it started getting bad for people of color, she amped it up even more. Like, you know what I mean? She was like, fuck y'all. Because unfortunately, some people can pass. And she could she could easily just be like, oh, I'm Spanish. And no one would even. Yeah, she could. She could pass for um, Hispanic. Yeah. Latino, Latino. But at no point in time does she does. She's like, no, I'm going to ride with my people. And that's and that's something that kind of like really befuddles me about some of the things that he does. And 
and there may and, there, and it could be a reason for that. And then ten year, ten years from now, he could say, "Hey, now that I've amassed enough money, I am going to use my use use what I've done because because we all have to play a game." And that's one of the things I I truly believe that a lot of us forget that sometimes you have to play a game. I'm not saying that you should sacrifice who you are to play said game. However, you can't just buck the system at all costs. Um, and that's what I call Joe buttoning yourself. Well, I mean, it's a mixed, it's a different thing. Like, you know, again, as a mixed person who talks to a lot of mixed people all the time, because I have a podcast about this. What's this podcast I, called again? militantly mixed thank you very much um but uh but like i have conversations with people who were raised with one culture more dominant than the other fair yes. absolutely fair um but you know like like your wife just acknowledging i have these other things in me but here's my predominant culture so this is how i move i work that same way too like yes i understand that i have asian textured hair and that i'm a yellow brown person but i'm black and i move black because that's how I grew up. Like those are the people I grew up around. That's the side of the family that I grew up around predominantly. Um, you know, I make jokes about being weekend Japanese because while I did spend a lot of time with my Japanese family, I didn't get to move in the world like a Japanese person. In fact, we we kind of hid who I was related to when in public because my family was worried people would figure out we were black because racism, uh, you know, like, so things like that. So like I've, but I'm never not moving with, I'm, I'm hierarchically exposed um prioritizing blackness above everything else because that that's my predominant culture it just is that being said i can't hide from the fact that both of my parents are actually bi white biracial both yeah. of them have a white parent i only know one of the, the my grandparents my white grandparents but and i didn't grow up around white people so while technically i am ethnically half white i can't move as a white person I have very little access to, let's say, white American culture, whatever you want to call that. I have access. I had access to my British white culture. So there's some there's some British things I absolutely do. And you've busted me a couple of times on the way I speak, like the tone, the things I say where you're like, have you been watching something British or is that just something you say? Um, like that kind of stuff happens to me a lot. But I'm still a black person and a Japanese person predominantly like those are those are the ways that I move predominantly so I make room for mixed people to exist in whatever culture was their dominant culture that that seems to be absolutely fine to me but my problem is when you turn it on for the sake of fill in the blank event or fill in the blank need Obama great example he grew up with his white side of his family he grew up in Indonesia and Hawaii and things like that he didn't start experiencing what happens to black men in America until he was going into college pretty much. So when he would be on campaign trail or when he was the president going into the South and all of a sudden him having a Southern black accent, that bothered me because number one, you don't have that accent. Number two, you didn't grow up down there. And number three, just because you started to get yourself involved in more civil rights related things as you became an adult, doesn't mean that you can you can say that in the accent you come with you don't have to fake an accent for the sake of the vote or whatever it is and and then he would prove himself like how uh, entrenched in whiteness he was in different ways like the way he avoided talking about anything related to flint you know during the water crisis in fact just sitting there in the room not moving not talking not engaging 
during one of those critical times that shows me you grew up white you know what i'm saying like and i you know it's not to take away the black white biracial experience but it is to say that a person who spends that much time steeped in whiteness becoming in quotation fingers black all of a sudden because he married a black woman he started doing black work doesn't mean that he can just turn on a black southern accent because we don't all have black southern accents no we don't you even know all, we don't even all have black accents and it, yeah and, or whatever and, that means to have a black accent right that was like the next thing i was going to say because someone asked so um a woman i used to hang out with when i was in high school and a little bit after that she had a report due and they asked her, like, you know, write it as if you're black. And she goes, what do you mean? And she asked him, like, what, what do you mean? mean by yeah, yeah, what do you mean by that? Because she goes, I don't know what you mean by talk black. Like, there's no such thing as talking black. Depending right. on where you are, you may if have... I'm a- black, I'm talking black. Yeah. like Because I'm black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> That's so, it. Like, people don't get the concept of, like, like there's... Uh, let, let's take Blurred Vision, for example. Like mm-hmm. he has just like the most West Coast fucking like he has a Bay Area West Coast yeah. accent. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and there you go that part, Bay Area. There's a difference yeah. there's a very like, specific accent he has. Yes. Yes. Like you know what I mean? And like people hear me and they and I they go, Oh, you have a an accent. I go, I do. But yeah. I guess it's just an East Coast Boston yeah, kind East of thing. Coast. Yeah. And I like you know what I mean? And New York has a completely different accent different than accent. everyone else. And this is one of the reasons why it kind of perturbed me when someone was talking about I was reading these articles and they were talking about Aquafina and I'm like she's talking like how she was raised no she's not I absolutely 100% disagree with you mixed Asian rolling in she grew up in the white side of Queens the affluent side of Queens she did not grow up around black people and that part of Queens does not have that accent that is performative and you know it's performative because she no longer uses it you know why she no longer loses it? Because she's getting paid by Marvel. Marvel made her immediately stop that black accent nonsense. And she continues to say that white man apology, which is like, if I offended people, I didn't mean to. So then, therefore, I am sorry. She only started to actually get closer to a real apology after Marvel started paying her. But she still will shake her head no while she's doing it. That is not her natural accent. She has never talked like that when she's getting paid by a big corporation. She has only talked like that when she um, had her YouTube thing that made her grow up and blow up and before she got big, big. That accent is 100% gone from her now. She does have somewhat of a New York cadence, but that overperformative Black accent that she had when she was Aquafina, when she was really Aquafina with the music and the videos and stuff like that, that is a hundred percent gone now. So let me ask you a question. Um, well, on that on that same topic, and oh, and if you're listening, we're probably not gonna be talking about Black Adam for the rest of this episode. We'll jump um, back into it, I'm sure. But <laughs> we just went down a path because you know mixed people sometimes can be, you know, I gotta get in because here's the thing: I'm mixed, but I'm not gonna cape for every mixed person. Um, Aquafina is a mixed Asian, is but she mixed? she's. She's two different kinds of Asian. Oh, okay. um, she comes from two different Asian cultures. Um, so, but well, like, I, I, if you started caping for people just because, like, I don't think we would ever. I don't think we would be as cool as we are because, like, I can't. I don't. I don't fuck with halfway crooks. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I, I have that "ain't no such thing as halfway crooks" as a sticker right there. It's on my computer. It's literally my mantra that I say to myself all the time. Is the reason, like, it's it's the thing that makes me motivated to do. But yes, with mixed folks. There are some of us out there on the streets that 
behave problematically and will use being mixed as a reason why they can get away with it. In Aquafina's case in particular, she uses I'm from New York as a way to get away from it. She is from a very affluent New York suburb that is predominantly white where the people around her do not talk like that. So let me ask you a question. Now, I'm from Mattapan. I'm from a very hood part of Boston. And then people like Brandon had this conversation. He was just like, there's black parts of Boston. I mean, how like, oh, fuck yeah. There yeah. are really, there are really black parts of Boston. So like, but so she could be from, and I'm, and I'm going to, this is me playing devil's advocate because obviously you've done more research on this and Javi's going to be upset that um he wasn't on here to have this conversation because he actually wanted to. And I said, I'm not having this conversation because I'm not arguing with fucking, I'm not arguing with Charmaine and <laughs> Stephanie, not doing it. I'm cool. <laughs> I oh yeah, her. Stephanie and I have had this discussion. We're both on the same page about it because yeah. 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 I, and I just saw I was like there's a certain I've gotten to a point now like there are certain conversations I'm just not going to have because I don't really give a shit. Um, but Javi wants to have a legitimate conversation about it. And when he wants to do it, I am going to introduce a show and then I'm logging off. <laughs> um, because Javi does the old main wage show. Uh, fine by me. Featuring Javi Wilcox. <laughs> so which is fine by me because Javi doesn't need me to defend himself. He can do whatever he needs what he needs to do. So I'm not worried about Javi misrepresenting the brand. But anyway, so the reason I bring so what about a person who in that case may not be born around that, but was raised around it? So like you have people who right. who um don't necessarily aren't necessarily born around a culture like we have like we could take Eminem for example like he was like he talks about like the place he's from it's pretty white so like it's false when he says he he grew up in certain areas and it's been proven. oh is that true I didn't know that I I've always thought that he did grow up in that area he grew up, was... he grew up in that he grew up in that area but he wasn't as poor as he as he made it out to be oh. he wasn't he wasn't like he's not Daniel Tosh or Drake <laughs> like you know what I mean but he wasn't like he probably grew up like we grew up okay you know what i mean well, i grew up hood i grew up actual hood like i'm from long beach so yeah like you grew up so let me phrase he wasn't as poor as like he makes it out to me that's that was you. the under, that was the understanding that i got from the stuff that i've seen um but you know the internet could be lying about that as well so who fucking knows mm -hmm. but um the point my point being is it's like you find a culture you embrace the culture you grow up around a culture is it faking the funk if you're still doing it a certain way, even though it's an appreciation kind of thing? Because honestly, well, if someone says something to me, like I'm not apologizing for shit. If I say, let me rephrase. If I go on some Kanye West kind of like rant, then yeah, I will apologize until the day is done. I'm apologizing for shit that I said on Twitter 10 years ago. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm understanding of the mistakes that I've made. However, if... I was, if I embraced the culture, um, I use, a, I use fairly often, you'll hear me use British slang. We've had the conversation about how Brit, Britain, Brits have the best slang ever. <laughs> um, but it's not necessarily appropriate. Is it appropriating a culture? Because I think- You're not walking around speaking in a British accent all the time and using British slang. You're dropping in British slang when it's funny or the, the, the moment suits, right? I'm not Madonna. You're not Madonna. You're not Angelina <laughs> Jolie. You're not one of these people that will like take on an accent and say, oh, because my children are from there because I lived there for a long time. Now, I am a person and I think this has uh, to do with the fact that I have grandparents from different countries. 
I will slide into accents when I'm hearing someone speak to me. I don't do it intentionally. It just happens. Um, that being said, it doesn't happen all the time. So yeah. if I'm talking to a, a British person, um, I have I have my own English accent because I grew up with a British grandmother and I used to speak like her for a little while before I went to school. Um, I will slide into that if I'm talking to another British person. Sometimes it takes me a minute. Sometimes it doesn't. If I talk to an Irish person, as long as I can hear the accent, I will slide into it. And then someone has to tell me on the outside, like, hey, you're doing it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to. Um, what I don't do is on, when, an Asian accent. I will I, I will do my grandmother's accent when I'm telling a story that is me and my grandma. But I don't fall into an Asian accent when I'm speaking to an Asian person. Like okay. kind of, It just doesn't happen, right? And I hate when people put me in a position to have to defend Eminem, but here's a moment in which there's a way in which I will defend him. Um, I mean, there's issues with him profiting off of black culture, blah, 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 blah. He's whatever. also been the first one to admit that he, he, he understands his privilege. Right. He understands his privilege. He doesn't have a black scent. No. But he I think uses hip hop slang. He uses black slang. He uses slang from the friends and group group that he, he grew up with and hung out with. Absolutely. But he doesn't walk around with an accent. Whereas someone like Aquafina, the accent she uses is, is a performative. It's the Shaniqua. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody who has a black scent, every non-black person who walks around with a black scent, they have a very specific performative accent. It's Shaniqua or it's Tyrone, right? Like it's okay. never... Every guard, it's not like because my black scent. If I'm if I'm going to adopt a black scent, <laughs> which I don't even know how to finish a sentence because I'm, that's I'm trying really hard not to make a Bane joke and go. I was born in the black. I was born in the you know like <laughs> so like here's the, the thing as a mixed person who who mostly always gets acknowledged by black people as being black like without me having to tell you I'm black you usually know by looking at me even though I'm yellow even though I have an Asian textured hair. But when COVID came on and I had to start wearing a mask, all of a sudden I started being coded as Asian for the first time in my life. I have never been assumed Asian until post-COVID. Because once you once you cover that part of my face, you take away what is more obviously Black about me. And so people started to acknowledge me as Asian or whatever. I'm never accused of having a Black scent when I speak in my native native way right because i'm from north long beach or whatever i'm not accused of a black accent because i'm not doing a performative shaniqua accent i'm I doing that's where it hit the nail on the head when you called it performative it's performative I... me this is my natural way of talking so while sometimes i will and i'm not going to use this word and mean it but you know in the way that even black folks will say i'm talking proper right now or it was something like that meaning white yeah. um I won't even go that far to say that I talk white. I will say that in corporate settings, I absolutely adopted a different accent, but that was my performance. Now, I spent so much time in corporate that it became a part of my natural accent. But when I am around people who have an accent similar to me, I slip into it more naturally. So when I was at like the comic book shop throughout the day, my business partner would say like, you sound blacker and blacker as the day goes on. <laughs> and it's kind of like, a, I, I said, it's like a memento thing. Like I would wake up and talk like you're hearing me talk now, but the longer I went through the day interacting with people from my community, the, the more 
I think it's a comfort level thing. At Cadence. That. Yeah. The, the comfort level would happen. And so by the end of the day, you could hear my Long Beach coming out and, and don't let someone be from my neighborhood because every now and then someone from Watts or Long Beach or Carson or something like that would roll up. And then we would be like, how do you say this? Because we just were so excited that someone said some shit the way we say some shit that we would get excited and do that. But I've never one time ever, ever, ever in my life been accused of using an, a black scent. That's because even though people can detect blackness in the way that I speak, it's not performative. It's It doesn't sound fake because it's my natural fucking accent. It's the accent I was raised in. And that slang is natural to me because those are the slang that was used when I was growing up. Whereas someone like Aquafina um, uses... Termin it uses terminology and things like that that seems very performative she she does a neck roll she used to do a neck roll when she would talk no you're not a <laughs> so Javi I didn't want you to hear this um, second hand he's so. cheating on you Javi Charmaine so hang up and call me back alright alright <laughs> fucking this is gonna happen why the fuck not <laughs> So I'm just gonna wait for him because I know he's gonna be mad if I if I have this fucking conversation without him. Your show is a damn mess every time. Um, Charmaine, can you still hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can shit. hear you. Javi, what are you doing right this second? Right now, nothing at the moment. Uh, I will be doing something at. Hold on, something. It's three fourteen now. I'll be doing something at four. Um, if I send you a Zoom link, can you hop on for like ten minutes? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna send you a Zoom link right now. All right. All right. Hi, right, peace. Yeah, I just figured, fuck it. Let me just call him. Because. <laughs> and you're gonna leave all this part in, right? Like you're not even gonna oh, edit yeah. out you know, this part. You know it's me gonna... well enough. This shit is just this. This is just happening. It's a fuck damn it. mess every time. It's me. I'm fuck, and I'm sober for this shit too. I prefer I... sober, sober, sober I... um, conversations. It's funny, like less. I've been recording. Um, intoxicated less and less as um, time's gone on That's it's weird. just it's just a lot easier for me like there have been a few times but like more often than not recently i record sober now mm. um it's a lot easier for me to get my words out it's a little more coherent i've also been drinking a lot less too so it is also yeah. that as well because I, I just i don't necessarily like hangovers um i've been like I said, it's been a lot more coherent. It's been a lot easier to do. And especially now, since I'm trying to make this a profitable thing, I would much rather, if I fuck up, I wanted to, I want to say I fucked up because it was me, not because I decided I wanted to get shit faced. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. have I had a, like, I'm trying to think the last time I, I may have had, a, I think, I don't know, if, I don't even know if the last time I recorded the Old Man Way show, if I had um, any drinks on me. But regardless of how it does, I'm just happier doing it this way now. And, I had a few before I came home, but I sobered up by the time I um before before I even texted you, I was also, I was already sober. So I'm like, yeah, see what's going on. Damn it, Wade!